Hi, friends. Welcome to a continuation of the 2018 That Sounds Fun podcast Christmas party. I'm your host, Annie Updowns. I'm so glad to be here with you. Man, I hope you loved Monday's show all about Hallmark Christmas movies. Thanks so much again to Candace Cameron Bure for being on the show with us and my friends, Jamie and Jen. Hey, don't forget, on Saturday, December 22nd, we are all going to watch Jingle Around the Clock together at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. We'll be commenting on Instagram and Twitter. And so join us. We're all going to watch it. It's going to be like, we're all going to be pajama out, you guys. It's going to be so fun. Dudes, you're invited too. We're all going to watch together. It's going to be really, really fun. So make sure you put that on your calendar. Singing to us in the background is our good buddy, Mr. Dave Barnes. Make sure you grab a copy of his Christmas album, December to Remember. It is one of my very, very favorites. And today's show is brought to you by our friends at Prep Dish. We're so grateful. I can't wait to tell you more about them and how I think, honestly, with what our guest today talks about, this is such a good companion for it. My friend Jessica Turner made time in her busy day to pop by my office and let's talk about being busy in the holiday season. She has a new book that just came out called Stretch Too Thin. It's particularly for working moms about how do you do all the things. And so for me, December is when we ask that the most. How do we get all of this done? And Jess just has some really great wisdom and advice, and she's just super fun to be around. She's like a Christmas joy. And so she is with us today. And I think when you hear what all that she has to say, I think you, like me, have some some decisions to make for 2019. So I hope you enjoy this conversation with author, speaker, blogger, all the things. She's just everything. She's everything. My guest today is everything, Jessica Turner. Jess, welcome back to the podcast. It's been so long. I know. It's been since your last book came out at two years ago, maybe? No longer than that, four. You're lying. No, because I released that book six weeks after I had Ezra. Yeah. And he's going to be four New Year's Eve. Oh, my gosh. It's yeah. It's been a long time. So it's four years. You've gotten real fancy yeah. since then. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I came to your house and with my computer and a microphone. And it did not work. Remember, we had to yep. redo it. <laughs> I recorded it so... when people When people talk about like... Your biggest podcast mistake, I always say, Jessica Turner and I had this beautiful podcast. And the second one, the one that came out is good. Fine. But, but the original one was good. Was good we talked about American Girl Doll. Yes. Do you remember that? Yes. Adeline wants an American Girl Doll for Christmas. And what does Santa say to that? Or Santa says, you should be so thankful you have an Aunt Sandy. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. So Aunt, Aunt Sandy's Sandy lives, working it out. She lives in Madison, which is where American Girl is based. And yes. she bought me my first dolls. Oh, my god! So she loves that there's That's a little like a girl thing. that yeah. she can give American Girl Doll to. So even though Adeline has all of mine right. and one that she got last year for Christmas. Right. And Sandy. Do you love seeing them out and being played with, though? Oh, yeah. And Adeline plays with them more than I ever played with mine. Really? Like, she sleeps with them. Really? And she changes their clothes all the time and is really invested in them. Does she read the books, too? She's a little young for the books. Yeah, that's true. So I was thinking maybe in January we could start going through a series together. Yeah. Um, Her reading level, she could read them, but I just think there's a lot of context with the period stuff yeah. and whatnot. You know, yeah. she's reading like Tinkerbell series and yes. stuff like that yeah. right now. I, you know what's so funny is I, the things I read as a kid, I've never thought about like, oh, maybe before my children read those, I should read them once. Because you just remember, like when I think about Molly's books, I'm like, well, of course I don't. And then I'm like, oh, well, I guess that was World War II. Right. It was a war right. that where people died. I and should she's probably seven. You yeah. know, like they've got all that stuff in the back, and I don't know. So yeah. we've been okay. waiting on the books. So, but she, but there's a chance 
she'll she'll get what she came here for for Christmas. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So does does your aunt get to like go to the place where like the home of American Girl dolls? Like the no, birthplace? it's not like that. Um, you have connections with American Girl dolls and Target. Yeah, I'm just living the dream. You, I, <laughs> Wisconsin yeah. stuff. So when I was a kid, you'll love this. I don't think we talked about this four years ago. There was, a, and there still is, but it's not like it was in the '90s. There was yeah. an American Girl doll sale. And you would sleep on the street no. to get tickets to go in, and you could buy the clothes for $10 and the dolls for $50. <gasps> oh, and my gosh. And my mom slept on the street two years in a row when I was in third and fourth grade to get tickets so we could go in. And yeah. we stayed at my aunt's, and then we got to go with her. And um, so that was amazing. That was before American Girl was bought by Mattel. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just different now. It was smaller. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the same with – I grew up going to um, – Oh, Cabbage Patch uh, oh. General Hospital. Do you know that? That there's like nope, a hospital where you go see the Cabbage Patch. It's got another name. Um, is it in Atlanta? Area it's outside of Atlanta. Yeah. Is it's it like still an around? hour. Uh huh. And you can just go see. Stop it. And you see them actually born. Like they pull Stop them out it. of. Out of like a Cabbage Patch? Yes. And no, they, they do, do not. A, they do an alert. Doctor <laughs> needed at the Cabbage Patch. There's a birth. And then you go and you see them born. Um, I'm about to find it for us. Hold on. Annie, I can't handle this. Yes, it's That's so like cute. going to be a road trip. <laughs> I wish I would have known when we spring breaked in Atlanta because oh, we would have yeah. gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is uh, Babyland General. It's called Babyland General Hospital in, White Ca- in Cleveland, Georgia. There's a really great little sandwich Fine. shop just around the corner. Done. Done. You have to go. And so they, but it is a similar, like when I was little, it's a little different now because it's a bigger producer than right. just the actual toy maker. But mm-hmm. you just go and you see them pull up a baby from the cab and then you can go and adopt that baby. Stop People it. are dressed in scrubs. It's no, hysterical. It's amazing. <laughs> American Girl's nothing like that. You don't, I mean, they could have like a museum with all the periods and all the things, yeah. but now they have the stores and. Who was your go-to American Girl doll? Felicity. Oh, yeah. That was mm-hmm. my sister. Samantha Sally's was my well. first the, yeah. when they only had three, Samantha, yep. Molly, and Kirsten. Yeah. Um, but when Felicity came out, man, I loved her. Yeah. Felicity saves the day on that horse. Oh, listen. Well done. Molly saves the day at summer camp. Mm-hmm. I just loved that girl. The I saves the day Molly. ones were the best books. Yeah, for five. sure. Yeah. And also, I one of the big things I learned is my parents never made me do this, which probably says I just ate all my food. But Molly had to sit at the table until her plate was clean. And I remember being like, what? What kind of punishment? <laughs> what kind of people make their child sit at a table? And and it, and it was like, uh, it was rutabagas, I, which I've never even eaten as a grown up. But that's what she had to sit there and eat. I don't even know if I would know what they'd look like. I, I know. And they've had to put cinnamon sugar on it was, was the win. I was like, okay, Good job. fine. Good job, anyway. Molly's mom. <laughs> Here's what everybody's going to love about you. Well, everybody already loves you, but. No, everyone loves you. Everybody. Both of us. <laughs> it's midway through December. Your Christmas has been done for forever, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I finished the Cyber Monday. Really? Mm-hmm. Cyber Monday, you were done sh- was, gift I, shopping. I mean, maybe I would say like 97%. Like there's yeah. probably a gift card for the UPS man or something like that that yeah. I still had to buy. Yeah. But yeah, done. I mean, you. I think people need to know you are an author. You maintain a blog and social media presence. It's really active. You're a wife and a mother of three, and you have a full-time job. Full-time corporate America, nine to five. Yes. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. Some would say- stupid. I mean, (laughs) we don't know. (laughs) It's not stupid because you look beautiful. Like, you don't look, you didn't show up in here and like a Tasmanian devil tornadic. You just like walked up the stairs in your beautiful dress and jacket. And then that's what Stretch You Thin is about, right? 
I mean, right. yeah. how do you do all that? Because I only run my life and my job, and I haven't bought a Christmas gift yet. Number one, I think some people just have different capacity and different ways of doing things. I'm an Enneagram 8. Yes. So I think that helps. Thank you. My people love to, we love talking yeah. Enneagram. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So Enneagram 8 there. Um, you know, I have always been a planner. So this is a prime example. So I like, I'm a big gift giver. It's my yeah. love language. I love yes. to give gifts. And that is not great if you're only shopping in December because I want to give all the things and, you know. Oh, sure. So I spread my shopping out. So under my bed. Uh-huh. In my closet and my husband's closet, on all the shelves, have been blankets, dozens of blankets that I got 90% off, uh-huh. like January 2nd. No kidding. That I bought for all of the teachers at my kids' schools, the daycare teachers, people on my team, um, lots of blankets. Yeah. Lots of, like, literally, I cannot wait to have my bed back yeah. <laughs> underneath yeah, my yeah. bed. But I got $30 blankets for $3. Right. <laughs> That's last real good. January. Yeah. Last January. Yeah. But so when you do that, it makes it, it's not as impressive. It's not like I started I mean, that on is Black impressive. Friday, you know? So I was planning. Yeah. Um, so do you literally sit down? Do you have like a spreadsheet where you sit down at the beginning of the year and you go, okay, here's how I'll buy, as far as I can see, these are the gifts for mm-hmm. next year. Yeah, so everything's on sale. Sheet. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so I do the tab by year so I can also see what I gave in past years. I did that um, three years ago because you told me that in friendship. You said you had a spreadsheet. And I, I it is brilliant. It's re- And because when you're shopping that long, you can't remember right. everything that you've bought. Right. But I was raised that way. Like we went to Target on December 26th every year to shop the 50% off. And we really? would buy gifts that my mom would then use during the yeah. year. And so that's just sort of how I was raised. But – Going back to the working and the blog and the kids. And so I I think planning helps. um, And writing things down helps me, you know, so having that spreadsheet. But I mean, if you saw my house, your house is a lot cleaner than mine. You know, I mean, is that one of the things? There's definitely just things you have to. That's it. Good enough is good enough. And I just feel like at the end of the day, my kids need me to be present more than they need me to make sure that the laundry baskets are empty. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, or the kitchen is cleaned up. You know, we had company over last night and they were over till after 10 and I went to bed like 15 minutes after they left and got up this morning and did the kitchen and that would really stress some people out. But I'm like, you know what? I wanted to be present when they were there. I didn't want to be doing dishes when they were there. And when I went to bed, I needed to take care of myself. I was tired. And so that's just kind of how I live. That's one of the beautiful things you model to me, Jess. Uh, Even though our lives are really different, you really model to me like one of the priorities in your life is your own health. Like you have to take care of yourself. It's the most important. Really? Yeah. 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 I think that you have, you are a better person, wife, mom, friend, coworker, leader, if you are taking care of yourself. And if you're not, eventually everything else is going to come crashing down. I give this analogy in Stretch Too Thin, and I talk about it a lot when I speak, on the idea of juggling a lot of balls. And when we think about juggling a lot of balls, we think about those red rubber balls that clowns will juggle, right? And they're all the same ball. Yeah. And somebody on the survey that I did for the book, because I surveyed 2,000 working moms, because I wanted it to not just be my perspective, but the perspective of so many other women. Which I thought was brilliant. 2,000 working moms across the nation. Yeah, and all different kinds. Stay at home, work at home, you know, work outside the home. Um, as long as you had something that was bringing in an income. So it might have just been, you know, five hours a week you were doing something. You considered yourself a stay-at-home mom. I considered you a working mom because you're yeah. bringing in an income. Yeah. So anyway, one of the moms in that survey said, I like to think of the balls as two different kinds of balls, rubber balls and glass balls. 
And what are the rubber balls in my life and what are the glass balls? And I think so often we treat ourselves as rubber balls, that I'm going to be fine. If I drop that ball, I'm going to look the same. It's going to be the same. But actually we're glass balls and we crack, Mm. you know? And we treat our work like a glass ball. And quite frankly, our work is a rubber ball. Right. Like that email is going to still be there to respond to if you don't do it right now, if I don't post that Instagram, whatever. I'm not saying you should neglect your work. I'm just saying at the end of the day, at the end of our lives, the glass balls are the things that really matter in yeah. ourselves and our health is mm-hmm. one of them. Um, and I have to do that a little bit because like I've been here recording all morning. I haven't Insta storied at all. I'm going to need to do that because I want to say some things, but I have to trust that that's a rubber ball because I'm doing the glass ball thing. Right. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. taking care of yourself. But that, and also I, I think the other permission you give me and that you give women, particularly working moms is like taking care of yourself doesn't mean three hours at the gym every day. No. It just means like go on a walk. You know what? And it means lots of things. It doesn't even just mean exercise. Right. It means what are you putting into your body? It means are you getting enough sleep? It means are you making time for your passions? Are you making time for community? Like all of those things. Are you making time for investing in yourself spiritually? You know, all of those things are part of taking care of yourself. I feel like so often people equate self-care with like manicures and massages. Right. That's not really what it is. And self-care is not selfish. And I think that's another thing that a lot of people believe. And it's really to our detriment. Mm -hmm. If we think that that's a selfish thing, because when I look at it from my perspective of raising little people, I want them to grow up and take care of themselves. And if they never see their parents doing that, they aren't going to be able to model that behavior because it's not something they're going to see. Yes, that's right. Some of the pushback I sometimes get about therapy is that it's selfish. And I'm always like, you you understand that people in therapy and people with self-care are not taking care of themselves for themselves. They're taking care of themselves so they're better in relationship. Totally. So they're better for other people. So self-care isn't just, the massages are important and fine and good. And man, you know, I get my nails done a lot. So I'm about the nails. But the the things that are actual self-care are the things that make you better for relationship. Right. Yeah, I think. Um, Okay, you brought up a topic when you sat down that I haven't heard you teach on before about your mental load, which Mm. I think is the thing I probably struggle with the most. My assistant Kate was just sitting where you are and she said, it amazes me how much you multitask. Mm-hmm. And I thought, yeah, but actually I feel insane. Like I don't feel calmly multitasking. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm juggling a thousand glass balls. Yeah. But no one would ever know because it's mental load. Tell, mm-hmm. Teach me about mental load. Yeah. So mental load is a term that I learned in my research for the book. It was not something that I was familiar with. And when the woman that I was interviewing used that phrase, I was like, say that again? Yeah. Wait, what is that? And mental load, it turned out as I started Googling and reading, it's out there. Um, yeah. she, it's not like it was her term. Um, but it is the largely invisible job of noticing and remembering. Mm-hmm. And it predominantly falls on women. So it's remembering the doctor's appointments. It's remembering, oh, we need to buy toilet paper. Oh, I need to book those flights, whatever. All that task list that's in our head is mental load. And it is particularly overwhelming, I think, this time of year, Mm -hmm. right? As we're going Mm -hmm. into Christmas, there is additional stress and responsibility. As I'm thinking about, you know, getting Christmas cards out and all of those things, my husband's not worrying about that. You know, he wasn't worrying about getting all the addresses updated and that sort of thing. No, I texted him about a couple of people and said, these are your friends. I need their addresses kind of thing. Right. (laughs) Right. But that was my mental load of like making sure I hit the sale and that I got them ordered in time and and all of those types of things. Yeah. I like left my phone charger in Montana and I keep forgetting to do something about that. I left my phone charger in Montana. Right. Right. Yeah. And so what do you do with a mental, help me Jess. And all these men and women that are listening who are like, yes, I'm 
it's December and not only is December overwhelming, but I've got this thing coming in February mm-hmm. or the new year's supposed to start and I'm supposed to have all these new year, new you things, but I can't even juggle everything that's mentally loading me in December. Yeah. So I think that it's really important to go one day at a time mm-hmm. that, you know, you're not worrying about the thing in February necessarily right now. Like what's the need to do today? Yeah. I say a lot, what's your need to do versus your nice to do? Like it would be really nice to do that thing for February, but you don't actually have to do that until January 7th or whatever. Yep. Um, and so I'm really big on writing things down and setting realistic tasks and goals for myself. Do you have like a to-go list all the time? Like, all the time. Yeah. Do you I use, use those specific- made? I use those yeah. made designs books. Okay, and because it, it fits really neatly in my purse, yep. I really want to be someone who uses a paper planner. I used one for years, but I hate lugging it around from the office mm-hmm. and home and back. I think mm-hmm. if I had just one place, that that would work better for me. Um, but my to do list, I live and die by that notebook. If I can't find it, we're in big trouble. Really, um, but I think delegating is also really important and something that is, I think, difficult for women. We carry this burden that we need to do all yeah. of the things yeah. that we shouldn't ask for help, and we need to ask for help. And yeah. on, and honestly, when we ask for help, we're empowering other people. Yeah, and we're giving other people work and responsibility and worth and value, or we're teaching. You know, if it's in a if you're in a family with kids. And so I think that it is good to ask for help and not that you don't have to be superwoman yeah, all the time. Yeah. Um, I think also automating your life is a huge one. And I talk about that a lot. So yeah, you do that. What so well. can you do with Amazon to like, I never run out of toilet paper because it comes to my house every other month. I never run out of juice boxes because yeah. they come every single month, you know? And so I think the more you can set things to automatically come and mm-hmm, be delivered, mm-hmm. then you're never thinking about oh, we're out of toilet paper. Yeah. And so that those little things actually are pretty substantial in reducing your load. Make Man, those the one bill that you know? doesn't get paid for me is the one that I am responsible to pay versus all the rest are automated. Right. And I just make sure the money's there before, the, before they start pulling out. The automated thing is so helpful just to push it off. And then make appointments, you said. Sorry, I interrupted you. Oh, you're fine. Just make it, you know, when you go and get your teeth clean, that you go ahead right. and make that appointment for six months from now that you didn't yep. say, oh, I'll call, you know, a little closer too, because you won't call. You won't. And yeah. then that goes to the self-care of you're not taking good care of yourself yeah, and it's just a yeah, snowball yeah, effect. Yeah, yeah. And then you become overwhelmed because you've got that on your head. You right. Know? Right. And so what are some things that we can automate that we're not thinking about automating? Is there anything that comes to your mind? I mean, the toilet paper is brilliant to me. Yeah, I forget so I Amazon think, does that. You know, I think that that is something that to me seems like, well, doesn't everyone do that? But most people don't, or they think it's going to be a little more expensive, but it's worth paying an extra dollar to never have to think about it again. Yeah. So I think looking at Amazon or Target.com does it. I think groceries are another one. Like I use Shipped, so it comes right to my house. I don't even want to have to go and pick them up at Kroger. Like I want it to come right to my house. And again, you do pay a premium, and so you have to budget for that, but it isn't astronomical. And the gain that you get from not having to think about any of those things and the time that you get back is so worth it. And I even think particularly as we're going into the holidays, like – you don't need to shop for Christmas dinner. Like right. go in and schedule that to be delivered to your house and give yourself an hour back. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Talk a little bit about that because something we do talk about some on here with is, is budget and making sure because we don't want to go in debt in order to have an easier time of life. But how do you determine what is worth your time and what is worth your money? So I think it is my capacity. Okay. Right. So I enjoy grocery shopping, and I know that there's things that I will pick up, but 
is good enough, good enough, yes. yes. And so if, you know, we're just going to do the basics of spaghetti and taco Tuesday and chicken marsala and the crock pot, like those favorites, because this is a really busy week. It's worth the extra spend. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's my capacity and then knowing what I'm going to get back. Can I make that up a lot mm-hmm. of times mm-hmm. in my income? Um, and it's gotten to so that we have gradually layered more things on. So the very first thing that we did was budget for a cleaning lady. Yep. Because I'm a terrible housekeeper. Me too, Jess. Yep. Terrible. Terrible. And and honestly, in the book, in the research, four out of five working moms said that that was their biggest stress was home management. And I'm like, preach. I get it. Um, I'm terrible at it. And so we said, you know what? After like three years of me kicking and screaming, because I thought that I was like a less than wife. This was before we even had kids. But I saw how my mom did things and why could I not do that, you know? And so... We finally said, you know what, this is worth the $75, I think it was at the time, every other week to come in and just give me that time back. And it was three or four people coming in, and they were there for two hours, you know? So that would literally take me the whole weekend to do what they did in two hours. And so could I make more money doing, you know, my blogging and that sort of thing or have more time with my family, mm-hmm. that $75 was totally worth it. Yeah. Even if that means we eat in a little more, we don't yep. go out as much, yep. we get that in quality time and that sort of thing. And so then we, you know, did the prime and then I tried a couple things and then I said, oh, this is on sale. I'm going to add this in. And now mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like our water's coming and our wipes are coming and our Cheerios are, and like everything just comes. Yeah. And then it also makes it a lot less stressful. So there's less to buy from shipped. Yes. You know, where it does have a little bit of a price premium. And so it, I, I think that you've got to figure out what works for you. Yeah. But I think trying it and seeing for more than one time, you know, yeah. like trying for a couple months and feeling like, okay, gosh, this is really great. Like we ordered so many juice boxes because there was a sale and I like You're had way too so many come that, yeah. that literally we didn't have to have, buy juice boxes until October and I had like stopped the auto yeah. ship and we ran out of juice boxes and I was so stressed out <laughs> <laughs> because it was like something I had not thought about for so many months. Right. I, I know that seems silly, but I think that when you start to automate, you just want to automate more. Yes. You know? Yeah, yeah. Hi, friends. I'm going to interrupt this conversation with Jess real quick to tell you about Church Home. Let's face it, getting to church at the same time every week isn't always realistic. I'm a huge fan of the local church. I totally believe in it. I think we should be in it. But some weeks, it's just not as easy. But I always have access to a positive space and a strong community of people with the new Church Home Global app. The Church Home Global app allows you to connect with people all around the world, have honest discussions, and create meaningful relationships all from your phone. There's a great feature, in fact, called the Daily Spark, which is a quick way to start your morning positively, which is better than like, you know, getting lost on Instagram. (laughs) And what I love about Church Home is that it's not about excluding people. It's about being together where everyone is welcome. So download the free Church Home Global app today. Find the app by searching Church Home. It's spelled C-H-U-R-C-H-O-M-E, the word church and home put together, but only one H in the middle. It's on the App Store or on Google Play, or you can text RELEVANT to 555-888. For a direct download link. That's relevant to 555-888. PrepDish is a great way to save time and be efficient in the kitchen. Eat healthy. You know me. I'm gluten-free, dairy-free. And so this is a great way to have those kind of meals that are real foods only. But you can also, if you eat dairy, if you eat gluten, if you eat all the things, they have that for you too. It's a stress-free really tasty meals. And the owner, Allison, who I adore, is offering my friends, you guys, a free two-week trial of Prep Dish, which is awesome. You get to try it for free for two 
weeks. This is like a no-brainer. Just go to prepdish.com slash Annie. And if you ever need to use a code, just use my first name, A-N-N-I-E, in all caps. So Prep Dish is like a meal planning service. So every week you get an email with a grocery list and a prep ahead instructions so that all of your meals are ready for the week. There's no guesswork needed. You can let Prep Dish do all the planning for you. You don't even have to think about it, which is great for me because I'm just busy. It's not that I don't like cooking. I'm just busy and I have a crazy schedule and this is such a time saver for me. So after only like an hour, maybe a little bit more of prepping on the weekend, I have all my meals ready for the entire week. So um, make sure you go and try Prep Dish. I mean, why not try it for free for two weeks, right? PrepDish.com slash Annie and your first two weeks are free. Again, that's PrepDish.com slash Annie. Okay, back to Jess. Things like a cleaning lady sometimes fit into this category of things that we're not allowed to say we have mm-hmm. or that it's a, totally. that it's shameful to it. But I'm like, and like, I don't get pedicures. I just don't love them. And so I put what a lot of my friends would do a pedicure once a month. I use that money to go towards, you know, like I have found other things. I don't buy a ton of new clothes. I don't buy, I don't get my hair cut very much because it's just my hair and it's always been my hair. And so all that budget stuff, I just move it to like, having a cleaning lady come once a month changes my experience in my home. Right. And I'm just not there enough to want to clean it myself. And so I use the money differently. So I think people need permission to automate and to hire and to, to decide that in our family, spending this money is worth more than our time. Mm -hmm. And I think absolutely recognize that it's a privilege, you know, if we're talking about like cleaning specifically, like my kids will complain. They hate, our clean lady comes on Friday, every other Friday, and they hate Thursday night and Friday morning. <laughs> we've got to clean for the cleaning That's lady. That's right. You, you know, so clean they can the like, lady. clean the floors and whatever. And they hate that. And I'm like, this is a privilege. Yeah, this is not right. something that That's good, everyone Jess. can afford to do. And this is a way that we're stewarding our finances to help our family. But you cannot take this for granted. Yeah. And so it might not always be the case. I totally. might get married and we decide that that's not what we're going to do. And I clean a house and that's totally fine. And there've been seasons in our life where we were like, we got to cut this back to once a month because we did have, you know, financial yep. constraints. So yep. I do think that you need to figure out what works for you. But I have found in talking to a lot of women that that is such a burden and it has so much mental load that they're thinking about all yeah. the time that it's worth the investment. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to do some automation on Amazon. I haven't thought about that at all. Like Jess, you, this is so embarrassing. I ran out of trash bags at my house a week ago, six days ago. (laughs) What have you been doing? Like target bags? No, just slamming it into the trash can. I'm like, (laughs) you are not taking this bag of trash out until you, and so yesterday (laughs) I was like, I have to get trash bags. And so you're saying this, I'm going, what if I just automated trash bags once a year? It doesn't even have to be that much. Totally. Just once a year, get you a box Amazon of trash bags. Amazon now that. I yeah, mean, you serious. probably get I know. that in like two hours. Isn't that ridiculous? <laughs> I was like, Annie, gosh. Yeah, that's when I go out of town tomorrow and one of my things is like, take all the trash out because now yeah. you have a trash bag. <laughs> um, okay, so holidays. For people, I think men and women, I think everybody feels like you don't have enough time to do all the things. But then everything everybody preaches to you is, the holidays are so rushed. Slow down and take your time. How do you balance that? What do we? What do you know about how we should be handling the holidays that I don't know? Well, the one thing, and we're about halfway through now, but I sit down early in the holiday season and I say, okay, everybody, what is the one thing that you want to do this holiday season? Oh, that's like, brilliant. What's the one thing that's meaningful to you? And then anything extra is awesome, but it isn't going to make or break your holiday season. Yes. So, you know, it's 
Christmas cookies. It's going see lights. You know, like we okay. have our couple things. And, and everyone in your can... family gets a vote? Mm-hmm. All five of you get a vote. And then you do all five? And that's what we try to do. Yeah, that's brilliant. Mm-hmm. And so then I think that just cuts down on the stress because we're like, these are the things we've committed to doing and everything else we're not going to worry about. Bonus. If we can do it, great. If we can't, we can't, you know? Yeah. Um, someone once said to me, if it's not a heck yes, it's a no. Yeah. And I think I look at that for my life, but yes. particularly in the holiday season where you have so many opportunities think to really think about is this something we really want to do or is this something you feel pressure to do because you're seeing it on your Instagram feed right you know? right we like, don't all have to go to Gentry Farm out to the pumpkin patch if no. you don't want to and if it's not one of your family's top fives totally yeah I think totally. that's brilliant yeah one year I took pictures of my kids at, with the pumpkins at Whole Foods fine yeah you know like I didn't know if the pumpkin farm was going to happen I wanted a pumpkin picture that was my need and yeah. so we got a pumpkin picture and <laughs> Whatever. I mean, so, I think that's a brilliant idea or a brilliant thing for all of us to go like really call what you need. You don't need a pumpkin picture and a pumpkin patch. You want a picture with your kids of pumpkins. Fine. So do that wherever. Yeah. Yeah. So what and are so some, the same is true for the holidays. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What are some things on y'all's list this year? You know, this is the first year we couldn't get tickets to go see Amy and Vince's Christmas show at the Ryman. Really? We've gone for years. Yeah. And we talked about it, you know, multiple times. Oh, we got to get tickets. They're on sale. And then I went to buy them and there were just singles. Oh, so, no. Um, some sort of live Christmas show, yeah. we, you know, just really gets us in the spirit. So yeah. we'll do a Christmas show. I see y'all at Vince and Amy. I feel like we see each other when I we think go. we have. Yeah. yeah. And Behold the Lamb of God. I feel like y'all did that too, no, right? I've no, I've never seen Behold the Lamb of God. Oh, consider that. I know. That's very good. Yeah. Yeah, look up those tickets. Yeah. Behold the Lamb of God. Mine are always Dave Barnes. I know you Behold and Dave. the Lamb of God. Mm-hmm. Amy and Vince. Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't get we didn't get tickets this year. Okay. Um for that. But Christmas lights, doing some sort of Christmas lights yeah. thing. Um always we have to do making cookies. And then we have an elf that visits our house. Oh wow. Like an elf on a shelf. Yeah. Okay. Sam. Yeah, Sam. Okay. So in my life, it's cleaning up after the elf, but yeah. For my kids, that would be like a non-negotiable if Santa didn't send <laughs> Sam. So that's the the most important thing in their life. And Do you, you know what's see. amazing is today's Thursday. On Monday, um, on the show is Santa. No. Yeah, he comes. He's he's he'll be on the show Monday. And well, that does sound fun. And he we ha- there's an elf that calls in, and we hear some behind the scenes on Elf on the Shelf. Listen, my elf makes such a mess and <laughs> is such a disaster. And I mean. And I think it's great for you to say that because full-time job, also an author, blog, children, Matthew, and y'all have decided that Elf on the Shelf is something, a priority, so you make that happen. Well, I mean, Christmas magic makes that sure, happen. Sure, 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 sure. But The I cleanup, mean, you make the cleanup happen. I, I, I agree every year, although Matthew threatened to call Santa this year and tell him not to bring our Elf Sam at all, but Sam because came. of the behavior of the children, or because of your like, please don't make me clean was, up after him. I think it was the behavior of the children <laughs> that you know maybe Sam just shouldn't show up, um, but he did. <laughs> I mean, he's done everything from like wrap our toilet in wrapping paper so we no. couldn't use our toilet to you know marshmallow baths. And one year Elsa froze him, and we woke up and he was in a block of ice. No, I mean, <laughs> he's toilet papered our tree before. There's just lots of antics every year on Instagram. I share yeah, photos you do. Day by day. It's so, so great. I know. I love to. that. Jessica N. Turner. That's right. Yeah. So everybody can go and see what that what Sam has been up to. Yeah. Because Jessica Turner's Turner a porn star. Right. Yeah. 
So don't go to JessicaTurner.com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I've done no. some radio interviews on like Christian radio. And yeah. they're like, we, we went to your website, but I don't think that was your website. Yeah, I'm like, no, no. No, no, no. N is an isn't, important isn't, letter. Isn't, isn't, isn't. Okay, so your book is Stretched Too Thin. Say the name of the first one to me again. The Fringe Hours. That's right. The Fringe Hours. And both of the books, at the end of every chapter, there are questions for people to go through. So I feel like they're really good books for this time of year to think about, you know, what am I going to do differently in the coming year and really evaluate and kind of make it a personal journey. Because I was going to say for for my dude friends who are listening, this is a great gift for any woman because there is not a woman, married, single, mom, non-mom, who doesn't feel stretched too thin. Mm -hmm. And, And for all of us on December 26th, they'll probably go on sale too. So that'll get us ready for a new year. Mm-hmm, for sure. sure. You were going to say something. I don't know. I, I think I was just going to say that it is on sale right now. I think on Amazon. Oh, good. Cheap. Mm-hmm. Oh, yay. Good. Yeah. Um, will you talk about Matthew's children's books? Because we, Ellie Holcomb was on the show and we talked oh. about her book as a gift for kids for Christmas. Yeah. But it, I saw, um, maybe it was, is it Sam Ponder? No, it's um, Taylor Ann that goes to church with us showed a picture of her daughter reading her favorite God book. Oh, and it was Matthew's. And I amazing. thought it was so sweet. So there's two of them right now, right? There are. So um, When God Made You was the first one that came out. And then When God Made Light came out this past February. And then When I Pray For You is coming out this coming February. <gasps> yes. Which is really exciting. Oh, um, Same illustrator? It's a new illustrator. Totally okay. new look. Totally different. How come? Um, I think it was a couple things. I think because this wasn't part of the When God Made series, yeah. they wanted to look at someone different, sure. but I also think that then he wasn't available. Yeah, so I think perfect. it was kind of a combo. It worked out great. Same publisher? Out. Same publisher. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they're just really affirming books so um, to read over our kids. And um, I love reading the light book this time of year just because light is all around us yeah. right now, it seems yeah. right now. Um, but we hear from parents every single day that they love this message. We had a mom who actually... She somehow lost custody of her kids, and she emailed Matthew asking if it would be okay for her to read the book and put a video on YouTube reading it because it was what she wanted her kids to hear when she couldn't be with them. Oh, wow. And those kind of messages just just, get Matthew so good. Oh, he just cried. Yeah, I'm sure. And so it's been really incredible to see his gift of rhyme that, you know, used to be on like love letters to me, you know, like cheesy kind of stuff like that. And now it is gone way beyond anything we ever could have expected. Yeah. And we can get those at Amazon or Amazon. Target has When God Made You. Okay. Um, a lot of airport bookstores have them as well. Barnes Man, Noble, is that fun Amazon. that you and Matthew have books like next to each other at Target? It's wild. Yeah. It really is wild. Yeah. And, you know, my parents met at Target in the 70s. Oh, that's right. Well, tell and that story because I, I yeah. know that story, but yeah, yeah, tell yeah. it because I think so people will love it. They both worked for Target in the late 70s, and my dad was a store manager for Target for like 20 years. My mom still works for Target. She's worked for them for almost 40 years. And so she's got to be one of the legends. I mean, she should Target. be. Yeah. I'm like, why doesn't Target do like features on yeah, her, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, no I mean, kidding. she's seen everything. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we have sobbed every time. We've had a book in Target yeah. because it, it is such a personal thing to see my book in Target and see his book in Target. I mean, there's videos of me crying like yeah. every single time. Yeah. It's really, I remember really I saw when, yeah. when um, Stretch Too Thin, the first time you saw yeah. Stretch Too Thin in it. Yeah, I, when 100 Days to Brave, I, you just stand there and you kind of go like, who knows to dream this? Yeah. Like who knows to go like, oh yeah, Target that I love is going to have my name in it. 
And like that's just normal, and it's not. Normal. And your book is like everywhere in the book department at Target. Yeah. It's in like three different spots. I know it's I bizarre. Mean, I know it's amazing. crazy. Amazing. It's not bizarre. It's like brilliantly yeah. amazing. It's super fun. We have a special one coming out for Easter with them. A special hundred days to brave that is so beautiful. Is it? Yeah, I'm really pumped about it. Okay, so you and Matthew, what is it like to live with another author? It's great. Yeah. Do y'all like talk book talk a lot? <laughs> so I talk more to him than he talks to me, I would say, when I'm like in process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't like run stuff by me. You know, he's been writing full time since 2003 and has like 20 um, books, right? Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. Uh, yeah. So he's been doing it a really long time. He brings me into the conversation when it comes to marketing. Like I do. I It's As funny. I mean, it's un- I do too. It's unreal how like his publisher will like CC me on emails related yep, to marketing for the book for sure. and that sort of thing. It's not a, a normal situation. Situation, I feel like, but um, I'm grateful that he wants to include me in that. And that's yeah. where I really thrive. Um, I always joke that I am the one author who doesn't like writing the books. I like marketing the books. Yeah, so that's right. That's fun for me. But I, you know, send him content and ask him to edit. And, yeah. you know, I'll say, the table is brown. And he'll be like, the brown oakiness of the table. Yeah. You know, and so he's such a good storyteller and like filling in gaps where I'm such yeah. a clean writer that a lot of times he helps me flesh things out. Yeah. Too. Oh, I love it. Is he writing something up right now? So he's got a whole bunch of children's books coming. Really? That's mm-hmm. it? Like, that's his sweet spot right now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mm-hmm. love it. So um, the next one, God Made Book, will be coming, yeah. um, When God Made the World, okay. which is really fun. Um, he's working on a Christmas book as yeah. well. So Good. I hope, I hope okay so. I'm sharing those things. But yeah, so well, he's working he's on, working on things. A lot of children's yes. books. So yes. yeah. It's, oh, so I love it. It's really fun. Are mm-hmm. you working on another book yet? I have an idea, okay, um, but I'm not really working on it yet. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel like going into January is going to be a big time to talk about stretch too thin and how do we do things differently. So I've really been trying to be present still with this book and not yeah. moving on to yeah. the next thing. I mean, it's taken several years to get it here, as you yeah. know, that I want to savor it and really, really invest in women, yeah. um, really do more speaking. Yeah. I want the Annie life. Um, oh, boy. Well, I don't know about <laughs> that. but So I'm going to take advantage of the fact that the new year, new you feel with Stretch Too Thin. Tell us if you could give us a couple, you know, two or three things like in 2019, you will feel better if you'll do this different. Mm. I think the one thing that I would say is if you track your time for a week. Okay. What does that mean? You, you have that in the book. I mean, there's like a tracker, right? There is. Yeah. I remember seeing that. So I feel like we feel stretched too thin because we don't really recognize where our time is going. Uh huh. So I think the first thing to do, which is is exactly true about money too. Totally. You think you're so stretched or you think you have Mm -hmm. so much or so little and you have not looked. Exactly. Yes. So it's the same thing, like tracking your money, tracking your steps, tracking what you're eating. You're tracking everything that you do for a week. Okay. And then you can sit down and say, okay, what do I need to do differently? What are the need to do's here? What are the nice to do's? Okay. I have to go to work. I don't have to go to, you know, 16 different Bible studies at my church. I can just pick one, you know, whatever it is. And I think that can be a really good guide for making some changes. In and your also life. like, whoops, you're so stressed and you spend an hour and a half a day on Instagram. Yeah, that's yeah. what's that's that's what mm-hmm. we're gonna discover when Annie tracks her week. Right. Well, yeah. and you probably won't track it as well as your phone will track it, right? right. But you know, I, I think people will say, I don't have any time to take care of myself or Jessica, how do you read fifty books a year? And then they say, Oh, did you binge XYZ? And I'm like, Well, there you go. You are investing your time into television. Yeah, yeah. I'm investing my time into reading. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, and so I think that's a really good tip. I think if you get stretched too thin, I go through all the different pain points. So whether that's investing in your marriage, investing in yourself, making time for friendship, boundaries at work. And so I think you can really dig deep into making whatever change in the area that's a pain point for you. I think 
a great example was talking about automation. I yeah. think that can really, if 80% of us are stressed about home management, automation is a huge way that you're going to be able to change your life yeah. just by automating some of those things. Yes. And I think asking for help. Okay. I think that we don't say enough, I don't have capacity for this, or this is really stressing me out, or this isn't my sweet spot. Right. Whether that's asking for help in our work, or that's asking for help at home, or that's asking for help from another friend. Yeah. I think just being able to be vulnerable enough to say, man, I need help with this, mm-hmm. and then making those changes, hiring that cleaning person or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah. I think those are probably the three things that I would immediately say, since that's what I did say. Well, you did it. Well done. <laughs> You're like, you, you just live this so well that when someone asks advice, you just know it. You oh, know what to do. Thanks, okay, so when I track my week, so step one, get stretched too thin so you can have some some idea of where you're going here and read. I mean, I think I I find that week between Christmas and New Year's is so it's usually quiet because no one's working. If you're working, you're the only one working. I will be working. You will in the office. Yeah. How many days do you have to go in every day? Hold on. It goes till I'll be in the office four or five days, but I'm on call for Christmas because I do social media. So I actually won't have to count a day off, which is kind of nice. Oh, yeah. So then you can save it for what you want. Mm -hmm. So you'll be working. But in my world, if I send emails, all I'm going to get back is autoresponders. Totally. And and when I used to teach school, Mm -hmm. this that week is such a quiet week. I think it's a great prep week. And, you know, people say to me all the time, oh, I can't track my time next week because next week looks a little different. (laughs) Next week is the week between. That's not a normal week. And I'm like, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Because you are still going to see, oh, man, I didn't realize that I was spending five hours a week doing laundry. Maybe I should hire the neighbor girl to come and put away my laundry or whatever. I don't know what it is. But um, I think just do it. And you know what? If you don't want to buy Stretch Too Thin, you can go on stretchtoothinbook.com and download the questions and the trackers in there. That's very sweet of you. That's very sweet of you. thinbook.com. Yeah. So would you even say like next week, the mid of December, we should Fine. track? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think next week is a good week, right? Because it's not Christmas it's yet. It's not Christmas yet. Yeah. So that's a, it's going to be a good busy week and there's you're still going to have all the regular stuff. Okay. Um, your kids are still going to be in school if you have kids. And so I think next week's a good week to do it. Okay. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it Monday through Friday or do we do Sunday? Saturday, like you say Sunday. Fine. Fine, Annie. Fine. You do, do it. it. <laughs> Actually, we should do it together. We okay. should make that part of this podcast. Okay. That's we'll it. Track so, our we'll time. Tell every, so here's one thing we're doing Saturday night, the 22nd, which is after next week. We're all watching a Hallmark movie together. Awesome. So, so that's leading to up be, to that, your Hall, that'll Hallmark just movie. be on there. Fine. Yeah. So from the Sunday the 16th till Saturday the 22nd, we're, we're just going to track it. And you and I can share on social media, yep. share our time trackers. You can download a free one or you can do it right in the book. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to be so embarrassed how much I'm on my phone. But that's what we need to know. That's what we need to know. Yeah. That Then we'll say, okay, this is the time I have to take care of myself, yep. and I'm taking care of myself by Instagramming. Right. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I wish that was true. I mean, I do watch some really good recipe videos. I'm writing it down right now. Okay, December 16th through 22. We're just going to track it and just see. And I know it's mostly women, but there are some, like, there's some, Anyone can track their time. Yeah, I mean, totally. you don't have to be a woman to track your time. Right. But so dudes can download really it and insightful. just see. Yeah. And I feel like a husband and wife sitting down and going like, oh, what if we both tracked our time this week? Because if he's doing five hours of laundry and she's on her iPhone for five hours, maybe we could meet in the middle at 2.5 for each. Totes. You know, and mm-hmm. just kind of have this conversation that, hey, I need. And for me, like a lot of times I have a couple of y'all or some of them, I have a couple of families that I can go like, hey, I need to show you the true thing about this mm-hmm. so that you can like, know that when I'm at my home by myself, I have my two hours every night, I'm spending 90 minutes on food prep that I shouldn't be doing or on 
cleaning that I should, I'm not, but someone is, you know, someone is. I promise you I'm not. <laughs> I clean up about twice a month, mm-hmm. the day before someone's coming over and the day before the cleaning lady gets there. <laughs> That's about it. Good. I'll I let Adeline think. know that Miss Annie's also having to clean for the Yes, there lady. you go. I'll yeah, she'll be, <laughs> yeah, she'll like that. Her American girls are usually a hot mess though by that point. <laughs> and you're like, just straighten them up yeah. so they can come clean. Okay, so tracking our time. I feel like that'll be such a successful. And you're, do you use, um, is there apps you use? Is there phone stuff that you use that I'm not thinking of? There aren't. There are apps. Yeah. I know, you know, your phone now tracks your social media, and there's an app called Moment. When that you turn it on. I haven't turned mine on yet. On I turned mine. I turned mine on, and when I was Black Friday shopping, Annie, you'll get a kick out of this. It was like, you're no longer allowed to use social media, you know, because it yeah. was after 10 at night. I was like, turning that off. Yeah. Like, excuse me. <laughs> Thank you for that boundary. I'm just going to step right over it. That's Leave right. me alone. You That's know? right. This boundary is purely an alert. Yeah, right. That is all it is. It's <laughs> just to let me know. Okay. Well, I just think you are, you're such a good, a, you're a good friend to me, but you're a good voice for this. And I was like, we've got to get someone in here at Christmas to tell us like, don't panic. You're going to be don't fine. Panic. There isn't more on your plate. I mean, the Bible doesn't actually say God won't give you more than you can handle, so I don't like repeating that. Mm-mm. But he will give you the tools to help you handle what you have, and you, we can maybe let go of some of the stuff we're holding. I mean, I think we can let go of a lot of the things. I think that we put so much pressure on ourselves to do things that we don't care about uh-huh. and that don't really matter, Yeah, you know? yeah. And just because you see somebody else doing it doesn't mean that you have to do that thing. Um, I share. I can't remember if I shared this in the book or I've blogged about it, but... During the summer, we always do a summer bucket list. Yeah. And I put this immense pressure on myself because I see all of my friends who don't have traditional jobs like me, and they're at the pool in the middle of the day, and they're doing all of these things that I can't do because I don't right. have enough vacation days, and my kids are in camp. And I thought, gosh, my kid's bucket list is going to be all these things that I'm not going to be able to do. Yeah. And they wanted to go to the pool. Yeah. And they wanted to set up the sprinkler, and they wanted to do water balloons, and they wanted to go to the beach. Like, things that we actually could do. Yeah. And that was a great summer for them. Yeah. And so I think sometimes we put pressure on ourselves based on what we see other people doing instead of what we actually need or That's want so in our own good. lives. Yeah. And so just look to yourself. Don't get distracted by what everyone else is doing. Yep. In this last, you know, two weeks of the holiday what do you want? What yeah. is important to you in this season? What do you want to invest your time in? What's going to make memories that are meaningful to you and do those things? Yeah. And don't worry about what everyone else is doing for their memory making. Yes, yes. Who do cares? what's right for your family. I love that idea of like your kids want to go to the pool and they didn't say, we want to go to the pool at lunchtime. No. So we want to go to the pool. So, you so get we go at, at six o'clock. Yeah, that's right. And it feels better anyway. And Way no one is there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no one sees me in my bathing suit. Fine. <laughs> uh, the whole world has seen you in your that bathing suit. That is true. <laughs> because you wrote about it and it went viral. You, yeah. Weren't you on the Today Show? You were yeah. on, yeah. That picture was on the, people were like, you're so brave to put a picture of yourself in the in a bathing suit on the internet. And I was like, I didn't know 14 million people were going to see right. it. You know? <laughs> right. You're like, I'm used to my friends seeing right. this kind of stuff. Yeah. I wasn't planning like, on being on the Today Show. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, the last question we always ask is what sounds fun? So for Christmas, what sounds fun to you? That was a great you led yourself there for the last two weeks of Christmas. What is fun for Jessica Turner? The movie Elf. You just love it. Oh, I love it so much. Do y'all have mm-hmm. tradition around watching it? We've already watched it multiple times. Oh, okay. Like mm-hmm. where everybody sits and watches it or where yeah. it's just running? No, oh. s- sit and watch it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I-, I think it sounds fun to watch one more Elf before, okay. before the end of the year. Are you a our, Hallmark- el- our Sam Elf has um, made syrup um, oh. spaghetti. 
before. Oh, of course. Did he make y'all eat? Did y'all eat it? We did not eat no, it. No, it was he, gross. But he did it. Yeah, well, it's he, gross. But, but he did do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they, our Sam Elf. Just our little guy. Our guy. Uh, We're not Hallmark movie people. No, you aren't. That's okay. I mean, Elf is one of the best ones. But maybe this week I'm going to have to be. Well, yeah, because Saturday night we're watching. Um, what are we watching? Oh, I can't remember the name of it. It's the one that premieres on Saturday night. Okay. It's a new one. And so during our Hallmark episode earlier this week, we all determined that we should watch one together. Because, I love that idea. Yeah, so we're just going to go on Twitter and Instagram and watch it together. Fine. I'll so, do it too. Fine. Fine. That's the theme. <laughs> With Jessica Turner saying the word fine. Yes, I love you so much. Thanks <laughs> for making you. space. Oh, thank you for having me. Of course. I think you're a valuable voice for my friends to hear. So, and we're going to honor your boundaries because you need lunch and you have a meeting. Yes. So we're going to, we did it. We, with four minutes to spare. Yes. We did it. Hey, so as we're trekking this week, wh- how can people get to you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Jessica N. Turner. Okay. I also have a book account. Did you know that on Instagram called Book Snobbery? No, I do know Book Snobbery. I did not know it was you. It is me because I love talking about books so much. And I felt like I couldn't constantly be talking about them on Jessica N. Turner. So if you're a book person, particularly fiction, but there's not fiction too. Yeah. I think your book was one of the most well-liked Instagrams I've ever done on there. Isn't that funny? thanks. Yeah. Um, So Book Snobbery for books. Yeah. Book Snobbery. That was me. Okay. That was me. So um, those are the best places to find me. And then my blog is The Mom creative.com yeah perfect and stretch too thin book.com will have our outline for us for our week yes okay. it sure will. we're doing mm-hmm. it but go buy the book that's all right yeah for sure go buy the book yeah at target and buy annie's <laughs> book too both of them <laughs> just get them just they're, they're there they're, they're neighbors there. Yeah. yeah use your red card five percent off fine <laughs> done <laughs> All right, friends, we're doing it. Is everybody ready? Go to stretchtothinbook.com and let's download that weekly timer for the whole next week where we're going to track starting on Sunday, December 16th, all the way till we watch our Christmas movie together on December 22nd. Mark your calendar. We are going to track next week. So go ahead, go to stretchtothinbook.com, download that and we will all track together and keep up with each other all week make sure you grab a copy of jessica's book stretch too thin as well for yourself for the working mom in your life for any of the women in your life who you know are juggling a lot of things physically and mentally rubber balls and glass balls and get a copy for them it's on sale as just said in a lot of places particularly on amazon so you can grab it and make sure you follow her, as she told you, Jessica N. Turner, across all the social media places. And just thank her for being on the show and get ready to talk to her all week next week as we um, track how we are spending our time. Hey, if you need anything from me and to track along with how I'm spending my week next week, I'm Annie F. Downs across all the Instagram, Twitter, Facebook places, wherever you need me. F is in full schedule. I've got one. So do you. We're about to see how I actually spend my time next week. I'm kind of scared. <laughs> I'm kind of scared. I'm running from it like a good Enneagram 7 should. I'm running from it. So I think it'll be fun, though. I think it'll be good. So, hey, go out there and do something that sounds fun to you this weekend, my friends. And I will do the same. And we will see you back here on Monday with, I can't even believe I get to say this, Santa Claus. Santa Claus is our guest. I Listen, I'm speechless. You're just not even going to believe it. Santa will be here on Monday, and you're going to love this. So make sure you tune in. So go out and do something that sounds fun to you. And we will see you back here on Monday with everybody's favorite jolly old guy, Santa Claus. <laughs>